0: In the name of the Lord of life, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The opening stanza of a wedding poem by Joel Rosenberg spoke to me this week after watching the incredible pictures of the solar eclipse. His words echo, be the light of the moon like the light of the sun and the light of the sun like the light of the moon, and the light of them both like the light of the one who was before the moon and the sun. The image of the moon hiding the face of the sun was awe-inspiring. God, the great creator, seemed to stop everything, forcing us, if as if by nature to look at his wonder. People of faith or not traveled hundreds if not thousands of miles to be here within the United States, within the arc of totality, to witness something that has no words, God's power of the universe. My in-laws in Nashville had their glasses, And sat on their deck under the ark. My mother-in-law described it as the most incredible yet eerie event that she had ever experienced in her life. She told us that slowly the moon traversed the face of the sun and then it was gone. It was exquisitely and completely dark, darker than dusk, and the silence that surrounded them was almost surreal not a bird sang a note not a dog barked the wind did not stir and the temperature dropped 20 degrees and yet then the sun reappeared in the brightest white light and life began again for those few moments the light of the sun and moon were cojoined. They were together. They created harmony that only the one who came before could ever produce. Yet harmony working in this world has been a challenge of late in these United States of America. The protests and the hatred that have come to encompass our news Unlike the event of the eclipse that we witnessed and an event which brought no words but awe, the events of late have unfortunately been witnessed, and they have brought far too many words. The eclipse's show of God's power in the universe gave us hope, evoked our sense of amazement and reverence, and held up for us the beauty of creation. Whereas the events in Charlottesville and other places since have renewed fear, have showed hate, have brought attention to the division in our nation. The death of Heather Howard exposed to us that evil is on the march and is trying to overpower good, at home here where we dwell not a far away nation where radicals live but here in this place we call home the division of course is not new it has been here since even before the first slaves arrived by ship in 1619 it was here as the first settlers took over the land for themselves and pushed the original natives out. As our country has moved forward from the time of the civil rights era, many thought that we were moving away from bigotry and facing the facts that we are better together than against one another. Yet over the past years, especially the last seven to nine months, and especially the last weeks. We have witnessed so much anger, so many unacceptable deaths, and clashes of citizen against citizen that I question if we all just kept our blinders on, willing ourselves to see that we would like to see rather than what is truly there. Or can we take away that we are moving in the right direction? Hopefully not. And yet a mere decade ago, having recently been called as the rector of my first parish, I remember a seeking feeling with a pit in my stomach when our bishop, Philip Duncan, called to say that Alice and I had both been placed on the Klan watch list as the national headquarters of that auspicious group were just three miles away in Theodore, Alabama. I remember three years later taking my leave to join you here in Summit. That was six years ago this Sunday. And I remember watching the face of one man and knowing that I had seen the face of evil incarnate. He was among those who came at night under the cover of darkness to rehang the Confederate flag, the battle flag, that I had removed for the third time from the old slave gallery at Trinity Mobile. And he was among those who inflicted pain and meanness on both those who stood up to him those who ignored his rants of supremacy, and mostly on his wife. Ironically, I promised him on my last Sunday, as he said that he would always remember me, that I too would remember him. You see, with the neo-Nazi movement feeling brave enough to show forth who they truly are, without white hoods, And blazing crosses does this propel us to rise up and denounce evil does it shout to us like the stones of jerusalem in the time of christ for us to stand forth with our brothers and sisters does this make us open our eyes our ears our hearts to what is happening and provoke us to make a change in the world. We hear today in Romans, for as in one body we are many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. In other words, we are interconnected as one body of Christ that can stand together to do what is good and acceptable. Meaning it is up to us, each of us, all of us, no matter color, creed, or class, to stand up to hatred and evil and all that tries to divide this nation and this world. Now six years ago this summer, almost seven years ago this summer, I guess, I promised that I would never preach politically from this pulpit. And for 17 years as a priest of this church, I have kept that promise. And yet times demand voices to be raised. For it is no longer a matter of color or creed, or class. For we are each and every one of us at risk if we give in to hatred. We are each given at birth God's grace and God's holy gifts to share. We are each given that divine spark, gifts that will help us to unite and work for the kingdom of God gifts that can only be opened and used if we have compassion and love for our neighbors this love is what allows each of us to show forth our individual talents for the good of the whole the beauty of the sun and the beauty of the moon overlapping When the corona radiates out, and in that exact point in time, and at exactly only that point in time, may we look at an eclipse and therefore call it totality. What a brilliant name, what a brilliant concept. Something that a scientist a theologian, an astronomer, a Danishman from the 16th century gave us. And it announces that all is in alignment. All is safe. All is beautiful. In the words of Julian Norwich, all shall be well, and all manner of thing shall be well. That is, is what we as people of the United States of America, and even more so as Christians, need to strive for. Totality. Totality. A time when evil is oppressed and rather than allowed to run rampant. A time when we as God creatures see that we are all God's creatures. A time when we are in awe of God's power in the universe. A time when we can be the light of the moon like the light of the sun, and the light of the sun like the light of the moon, showing God's love like the brilliant white light that appears when the sun reemerges after an eclipse. Of course, we could pray the words of the psalmist, when I called, you answered me. You increased my strength within me. The Lord will make good his purpose for me. Do not abandon the works of your hands. Through God's strength within us, we can unite to defeat, evil and stand up to hatred we each must show this brilliant white light to the world for god has a purpose and a plan for each of us who find faith in the one that created the universe and his hand is within all good works amen